1: You're welcome. For what? For saving your life. I would have killed him. No, not today. He is trained to kill. You seem trained to drink. Oh yes, my friend, you would have fought very bravely and died very quickly. You then would avenge your brother. I would have found the way. I've never lost a fight. Except to a crippled old man just now.
3: Second
2: <laughs> This is film sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack, episode 450 of Film Sack. My name is Scott Johnson, and this show Minds the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Uh, join me in welcoming today, Brian. That's not how heads and jars work on Futurama, don't
3: Oh, it's not. It's kind of the opposite. Oh. oh, hi. hi. And come right on in, senoritas. I am your party host, Captain Harrison Love, and I welcome you to my humble little abode, the Love Shack. All right. Come on in. Let me take your coat and any sharp pointy sticks you may have. Now I can see some of you look a little confused. You may be asking yourself, where is that smooth talking sun kissed god of a guy in a mask? That's my soldiers. They've been telling that lie for days. They may have promised it, but obviously I am not he. No, not this loud splotchy pecker wood you see before you. But don't fret, I'm about to change all of that. Because we're about to go we're about to go get so hammered that by the end of the night. I'll have gone from a two to a woo. Now, would you ladies care for something to drink? I have a tea pitcher full of tequila with a man's head in it. No. How about a pickle jar with three fingers of Jack? Literally, those are the three fingers of Jack. Uh, all right. Well, boys, looks like it's just another night of angry faces and settlers of Catan. Drink up. <laughs> I got to here. <laughs> Uh, I love that they're playing Settlers of Catan.
2: What an image in my head. That's amazing. Well done, as always. Down at the love, down at the love shack. That was really and, good. I, ha- You know what? I had this feeling you were going to bring three-fingered Jack or whatever into this. I just knew oh, you I were. had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to. That guy's... Yeah, how do you know? Hope I didn't step on Ibbots. Well, you'll, we'll find out shortly. Uh, also with this, Randy, he once carved a Z on my back at the pool, Jordan.
0: <laughs> Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Bernie. I would like to read to you guys the outline from my new book. Entitled, Everything I Need to Know, I learned from an intense old man who just got out of 20 years in prison and claims to be a Spanish-American folk hero despite having Nordic facial features and only speaking English with a Welsh accent. Number one. <laughs> you uh, put out candles from 30 feet away using just a whip. This is how you uh, also unhook a woman's bra strap, so you want to practice that skill a lot. Okay. Number two horses are just waiting around for the right moment to fall in love with you and they then become loyal to you forever but you can mostly ignore them for the rest of your adventures number three an absolute fortune in pure gold can be entrusted to some random men who guard your prison mine in the desert they would never load up their horses with a hundred pounds of it and each ride off into the night number four if you're ever close to blowing your cover Talking to a woman's father in the heat of the moment, just tell him that she's spirited. This somehow gets you out of all trouble. (laughs) Number five, there have only ever been two Mexican bad guys, Pancho Villa and Santa Ana. You don't have to ever see them. You can just refer to them, and that will motivate everyone around you. Number six, a small mask and a shave is all you ever need to fool everyone into thinking you're someone else. Try this when you're going to church someday. They'll greet you at the front door like a visitor. And finally, number seven, <laughs> always remember, an iron shovel will stick to your boots if you need it yeah. to. <laughs> That's going to come in real handy, but only if you remember this valuable knowledge, shovels stick to boots. Yeah, Super right. Yeah, Shovel shalom.
2: I'm going to remember uh, this. Yes, yes, Brian. Three,
1: three villains, uh, El Guapo. Oh. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna include him I think, posthumously. I think
0: El Wapo is only referenced in in the one story. <laughs> yeah, in no, the one you're right. Very, you're very right. iconic and canonical story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that he is the Mexican bad guy in multiple stories. No, or, it's, it's or, you would uh, not or say in multiple. He is in a stories. plethora. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you got to forgive me. I, I, I don't have your spirituality.
2: Man, he served that one right up. That was amazing. All right, uh, with us finally,
1: Brian. One time, I totally undressed him with my foil ibit. <laughs> you did. And it was great. Yeah. Alejandro, if you want me to keep training you to take my place as Zorro and fight injustice here in Mexico, I'm going to need you to work on something. No, your your sword fighting is excellent, and your balance and agility is top notch, but it's the Z you're leaving behind. Quite frankly, it's sloppy penmanship, and it's making us both look bad. Look at this one here. You didn't connect the second and third swipes of your sword, and do you know what that leaves us with? Yes, an underlined seven. How are you going to strike fear into the souls of our enemies with an underlined seven? Oh no, we can't steal peasants from this village. It's protected by underlined seven. How about this one? Same deal. The bottom line doesn't connect, but then you've got the top line also at an angle, and you know what that leaves us with? yes the greater than or equal to symbol the only thing that this mark of Zoro is equal to is my boot up your ass (laughs) what else do we have okay uh three horizontal lines great uh this one's backwards i think it's an s uh this one's the number two ah okay here we go this is the worst one right here i don't know how you did it and i don't think i want to know but how are we supposed to fight for the rights of the people who cannot fight for themselves with a z done in comic sans
0: (laughs) (laughs) nicely done I like that you played around with the typography of the Z. It, actually, it looked a little more like Papyrus than Comic Sans, my opinion. Yeah, a sure.
2: little bit. It, it, definitely Papyrus. Yeah, a little bit of Papyrus. Common font, uh, still bad. Also overused. Yeah, way yeah. overused. Uh, although, still to this day, people will put out, a, me and Dunaway were talking about this, they'll put out a brand new video game. Someone will. Mm-hmm. And all the UI and the menus are in uh, Comic Sans. And I just look at myself and say, what, do you, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? What is this? Right, right. What mistake have you, you made in if, your life that you feel like you have to don't do the If uh, man, James
1: Cameron does not use uh, Papyrus for the next three or 11 Avatar movies yeah. that he's working on, I'm going to be really, really disappointed. <laughs> three or 11. I like that jump.
2: Uh, today's <laughs> film is The Mask of Zorro, the 1998 uh, epic directed by Martin Campbell. Uh, with uh, a Antonio Banderas, as Randy might say, Anthony Hopkins, or
0: Antonio Capquinza. <laughs> uh, wasn't it? Wasn't it nice of them to cast one guy who can do a passable Spanish accent? That yeah, cool. one guy. In fact,
2: later uh, I, I, I make a very strong reference to this because it is known in the in the trivia and otherwise that we have two Welsh actors, Anthony Hopkins and Catherine Zeta Jones, working alongside a actual spaniard from spain antonio banderas yet he plays the mexican and they play right. the spaniards so <laughs> right. good job and, guys
0: and good then job. uh the bad guy is from uh surrey like, oh right like, like right r- ridiculous his oh, accent right. it, yeah like <laughs> he he's, he's supposed to right. i i just want to i just want to start for like the setting of this whole thing This whole movie is supposed to take place in California, Mm -hmm. which tracks with the the Zorro stories, right? The first Zorro book is called uh, Curse of Capistrano, right? So Mm -hmm. it takes place very near where I live right now, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think Zorro is is almost uniformly uh, like at at the very least a west of the Rockies guy, right? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. like he's he's out here on the west coast Mm -hmm. for all of his stuff. So these people, all these people in this movie. Have have presumably been living in California their whole lives, right? Like yeah, we we theory. see something and then we see twenty years later, right? Mm-hmm. So they're uh-huh. they're they're all they're all Spaniards or Spanish living in California their whole lives. You can't sound like you're from Surrey. No. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, he uh, there's a lot of that in this movie. A lot of a lot of casting that just is like, well, you could have you know just hired hire some you know Mexican actors. That'd be fine. Do that.
1: I like
0: mm-hmm. it
2: when they do that in movies it adds to the authenticity mm-hmm. or a word. I almost didn't say right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I like Martin Campbell a lot because it turns out this dude made casino Royale, but he's also very uneven. He also made that horrendously bad green lantern movie more recently, 2011 to be exact. Uh, but I like his take on stuff. He also did uh, GoldenEye, So he's got a couple of bond movies under his, under his belt. But you could argue that Casino Royale was like a game changer. That thing is a, you know, oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. look at that and go, whoa, 2006's is uh, Casino Royale is the movie that changed Bond forever, or at least into the modern era. And, and I think I would agree with that. For but he, sure, yeah. he, he rolled right out of this, this like throwback to swashbuckly early Hollywood kind of tone to it and everything mm-hmm. uh, right into Casino Royale, which is just so crazily tonally different um okay than what no. did previously you don't think he so made,
0: he, he made a sequel to this movie first oh i'm that's and, what i'm thinking i'm sorry sorry,
2: sorry. Oh, no okay. i'm wrong uh, he's he's right 98 is when this happened i keep thinking of that damn sequel in 2005 and, yeah, and by the different.
0: way for in my in my understanding the sequel to the sorrow movie is what kind of established uh or and kurtzman as writers as a writing duo and of course from them we get all kinds of things later uh I can't wait to watch The Legend of Zorro. It's bad. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's bad. That's the one
3: I was thinking about last week when I said Where the horse oh, Mask. Yeah, the the second one is more film-sacking. But it's not streaming right now, so.
2: And by the way, that's funny you say that that thing about the horse thing. What for whatever reason what you said about an exploding horse took on a sort of a meme quality all week. We got tweets and emails and stuff people going, "I don't see a exploding horse. When's the horse explode?" Like I got that a whole bunch of time. So thank you all for paying close attention to what Dunaway said and then making yeah. our lives better during the week. That was fantastic. Uh, but this, yeah, this movie is uh, not is not that. It's not the 2005 thing, which I remember being really bad. Uh, this turns out to be kind of just good. It's not, you yeah. know, I'm not going to say this is a great film or anything, but you know. for what it's aiming to be. Uh, you know, again, Swashbuckly. It could have been
1: a lot worse. Yes, there yeah. you go. <laughs>
2: That's what kind yes. of what I was going to do. It had it had all
1: the trappings of being garbage, and it it was better than that. Yeah, it's better than garbage. The, <laughs> the Mask only, of Zorro, yeah. better than garbage. Yeah,
3: better garbage. I think a lot of it uh, played well. Uh, the only thing I still have trouble with these kind of movies is. I've never been at the tip of a sword, but it always seems like you can command anybody to do anything at the tip of a sword.
1: I mean, you know what? That's a funny thing because you need to, unless you, unless you've got a really uh, uh, good like point in their neck kind of thing that you could just basically just push it forward into it. Most of the other things you can do with a sword involve you pulling the sword away from them and then and then whacking right. them with it mm-hmm. so right. you almost need unless you've got the right angle <laughs> at them and uh, and enough uh enough of a bent arm that you still have some flexibility to go forward right it's it's less of a
3: and in real and in duress. real life mm-hmm. right
1: in real life i would probably freak
3: out but in a film it just doesn't it it doesn't play as dramatically to me
0: because i'm like just, just back, I, there's no doubt if i was standing in my massive mansion somewhere right. and suddenly there was a tip of the sword in my neck i would jump backwards and run right right right, right. yeah yeah
2: why wouldn't you i would exactly
0: yeah that's the exact reaction i think you should
2: have but, but that's not what of, they did. They had, back had a
3: lot of they had a lot of uh, standoffs with a sword in somebody's neck or yeah. you know body or whatever. It happened a lot.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like a throwback to that stuff, right? The Errol Flynn yeah, style yeah. sort of sword swashbuckly thing, yeah, where you're doing flips and swinging from drapes and and all that stuff. And I and as as that is and as this was create or you know constructed, I think it succeeds in being one of those. Your mileage may vary whether you like that sort of thing or not, but I think
3: you I, think I thought you did the sword blade was. I, it, I don't know how I, I wasn't watching it super close and I don't know a lot about swordplay. All I can say is that as a layman of Swords play I was entertained by the dance mm-hmm. right I thought it was fun and there's a
2: lot of physicality to Antonio Banderas's performance and it's really fun to watch him be so physical. Here's the thing about him like back then he is this handsome demure looking you know uh, Spanish man and all of that mm-hmm. jump to current. He looks like uh, you're in the forest and you found a weird mushroom and you're not sure if you should eat it or not, like if it's going to hurt you or not. <laughs> oh,
1: no, really? Now we got to look he at just kind of looks a little, like,
2: <laughs> just a little unsure, you know? You're like, Oh, okay. But, you know, whatever. We all age or whatever. But it's fun to watch him at his really I, his prime just jumping around like a freak. I hate to say
0: this, but um, Antonio Banderas now looks like Fred Willard. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I yeah. mean, I'm yeah. sorry to say that. It's no, true, okay. though. it's okay. I think you're right.
2: I mean, there's a little bit of Fred Willard coming out of there, but so uh,
0: uh, have you? Have any of you been watching the final season of Modern Family? No, this is it. This is their every every episode is a send off of something or other, and this past one, this past week, they sent off Fred Willard's character, which is uh, Phil Dunphy's dad, Mm. and uh, it was it's just amazing to see him so i i think that's also why he's on my mind but if you look seriously find a current picture of antonio bandero huh? i i you, you'll agree i'm correct yeah and he's got yeah, a, i think you, you agree correct.
1: he, he, <laughs> he kind of needs the long hair right like even if it's gray i'd say grow it back out and and go long because yeah, i think gray, that gray. that's part of what weird looks so so weirdly different about him is his little short Yeah, cropped hair like you 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 know
2: you've seen mushrooms in stores and you're like "Yeah, these are okay i put them on salads or cook them up or whatever but this kind of mushroom i don't know this might be like psychedelic or it'll just make me sick
1: (laughs) it looks like a silicon valley tech giant robot that's learning how to smile (laughs) yeah
3: so well not not in this movie but you think you guys ever might confuse lq jones with like sam elliott like
0: just Who's LQ? Oh, oh LQ Jones. Every, yeah. every small part in this mm-hmm. film, I wanted a different casting of someone more familiar. Mm. Every small part. Yeah. Uh, I, I, lo- I loved LQ Jones. I thought he was perfect. He did a great job. But I just couldn't help wishing that that had been, I, I don't know, just someone more familiar. You know? Well, like, uh, I mean, he would Sam Elliott would have been great I'm in that LQ. role, probably. Although yeah.
2: Sam Elliott's a little swaggery and slow and... He doesn't quite have that kind of, yeah, my fingers are missing, but I'm going to jump off this thing and you're going to shoot me midair. And, you know, I don't know if he has that kind of tone to him, but that guy cracked me up. I thought he was all right. Uh, But everybody, all the other secondary characters, you were just like, okay, you guys are fine. Move around. Just let our let our mains come in here. Now, here's the other thing. And it occurred to me why uh, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones kind of used to drive me up the wall. Um, It's not like I think about her all the time, but. She looks like <laughs> I do. She looks, <laughs> like, she looks like she looks like Deanna Troy's sister to me. And uh-huh. and uh hmm. non-existent sister in the in Trek anyway, but uh but nonetheless just looks looks enough like her to be a sibling. And it used to bug me and I didn't know that's why. Now I figured it out. That's why. Hmm. She looks like to her, and it and I just can't I can't focus. She'll come on screen, I'm like, oh, where's where's Deanna and Mother Troy? Mother, sure. <laughs> you should be together as a family. Walks on yeah, Waxana. Yes. So anyway, they were
0: both, they were both born on the same island. Uh, but uh, Marina Certis is is you know Greek. Oh clearly. right,
2: that's true. <laughs> she is Greek, and she's lovely,
3: and she's in that she's Picard to show. Me. Yeah, now, no, now, I like her looking Antonio at Antonio Banderas smoldered on screen. It was I was I was glad to see some smoldering. It's A little smoldering, mm-hmm. sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. How come sure. how come the Spanish dance is so? Uh, focused on a dude dipping a chick and then making sure he's staring right at her boob about an inch away. What's that about? That's
3: because, that's because just, the guy wrote that Because
2: in. you
1: can? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Watch this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, for like three short lessons at Arthur Murray Dance School, I could learn how to do that? Okay, yeah. sure. By the way, she claims that in the, uh, what do you call it, the um,
2: scene where, she, where he's doing the foiling of her dress and it all falls off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she claims, here, here, let me read the quote. She admitted to becoming genuinely aroused during the yeah. stable sword fight, where her scenes got cut off by Zorro. This effect was accomplished
1: by attaching a wire to the dress
2: and then yanking mm. it off of her.
1: No, you mean that thing wasn't j- didn't just fall down with gravity? It's it was pulled down. You don't say. I know, There's no, no way gravity shocked. works that fast. <laughs> yeah, it is so. It is so yanked down. I thought there
0: were rocket boosters on that piece of cloth. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> glad she was able to
3: find a way to put herself in the scene and to feel that because we talked about the briefly before the show, it felt ve- very rapey to us today. Yeah. I didn't like, like it. 1998 yeah. to, to 2020. It feels like, Ooh, who decided who made that decision? Yeah. Also. Yeah. Like he,
2: like I understand they're, you know, playfully sort of, learning that they like each other and all of this and and stuff but i just think the dude with the sword there's a power differential going on and if you're if your thing is to just cut all her clothes off and then run so all that she's left with is her weird boxer pants and and enough hair to cover the nips like that's just a, that seems like <laughs> consent <laughs> was needed I, I don't know it just feels like a bad way to start things off and then it gets yep. screwy because your mentor is her dad and mm-hmm. and he is he does he want
1: you two together does he know about the strip down in the freaking stable i don't know Would like he approve like did, did zoro go back to her and uh, alejandro go back to him and say all right i hooked up with your daughter and at one point i used my ripier to uh take off her clothes yeah uh, anything else you want to teach me yeah yeah now i have
3: if Love's character had it did that, we would have been I'm like, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. It's it creepy, been. Love, man.
2: Oh, you know? for sure, yeah. Dude, right. Love's, the, the problem with Love Mutual was attraction. his hair was so weird. I hated that <laughs> guy's <his> hair.
1: He yeah. was <laughs> so, like, so Kendall, And that's a guy that um, I I knew I'd recognize him. I couldn't figure out where it was from. But he's uh, sort of currently uh, in the CW Arrowverse as uh, Eobard Thon from Flash. Like, oh. He's the... He's the bad guy who goes, uh, who who was entirely the second or third season of Flash. The bad guy oh, got revealed at the very end of the first season. Yeah, was he's he? in got that? he? Short was good? hair, right? he Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Okay. He looks like a buff Niles Crane at, at uh, when ah. you don't see him with his uh, beard and his long, luxurious uh, mask. That's of a phrase, a
0: phrase I've never heard before. Yeah, I've never
1: heard that either. A I like buff,
0: that. a buff uh, Niles Crane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. that's a new one.
2: I like that though. I'm into. David, buff David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> yeah, d- yes, there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, some other trivia that kind of caught me funny. Um, uh, let's see, here it is. He, uh, oh, the thing, I love this. So when he pulls his sword out when he's in the fight with love there, mm-hmm. yeah, and it gets that gleam across of it, I was sure I'm like, yeah. oh, nice CGI, guys, whatever you did there in 1998. It's not. It's a, It's a totally practical effect. They just figured out how to reflect the light exactly right for the shot. They took a million takes to get it. Antonio Banderas insisted on three takes. Oh, what the trivia says. Oh, does it say three? They did that in
1: three takes. Oh, I read that as like
2: thirty. (laughs) I I misread (laughs) that. I'm surprised yeah, that there's... only took three takes. That's impressive. I know. Yeah, that's, yeah. I love that's this modern kind of age.
0: Antonio Banderas. Is. Mm-hmm. I love this modern age where visual effects have gotten so good that we don't even notice them anymore, and so we're like in, really, really into this weird little ticky tacky stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my money, the best example is uh, what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Have you have you heard that? they go and digitally erase anything that might be like a reflection of the vampires no. oh really no. oh that's brilliant i love <laughs> yeah. that I mean, you so, have to cuz it's yeah. right because they're vampires and so like yeah. anything like it's like they're outside at night and there's a puddle on the ground and this you know the reflection has to get erased out of that and it's and it's so well done that you don't even notice it like you, yeah. like you probably wouldn't have ever noticed it if I hadn't just told you to look for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was like they they put so much effort into this thing. Yeah, but then like over on the on the other side, we're like, oh look look at how they strung up a bat and made mm-hmm. the bat fly. Ooh, that's kind of what a great effect.
2: I think what I like about that though is the not noticing. It's a it's a, a double edged sword. Not no no pun intended for today's episode of the swords. But <laughs> uh, when you're when your effects are so subtle that no one notices. Um, yet it yet it does contribute to the the, the big package. Whether it's background in Game of Thrones and there's just sort of a hint of a castle off in the distance that doesn't actually exist, or whatever it is, adding crowds, you know, adding people to a crowd, making it seem bigger, but you never notice. That's an that's amazing we've gotten there. Like that kind of stuff is not distracting. It just fits. It's perfect. But then you have the the other side, which is none of those people that are so skilled at this get any credit you know what i mean you don't call it
1: out it doesn't get noticed right right right. this sword thing you notice it because you're like ah cool practical effect and if it and if you do notice it that means it didn't work as well like it's a thing where you only notice it if if it's not done right you know and you see the seams you see the uh uh the edges yeah that's absolutely right and that's so fascinating to me because
2: it it's a and now the award for the special effects you didn't see (laughs) yeah like part part of me, <clears throat> every time I see the special effects stuff for the year, you know, for, for, for Oscar nominations, I always think well, most of these are just obvious. Like it's Star Wars because there's ships and stuff and lightsabers right. and everything. And then <laughs> but but then you don't think about all the little touch ups that even a quiet, small film got that doesn't have. It's not an effects heavy picture, but they made a city in the background look like Philadelphia when really they filmed it in Georgia. But it was so convincing. You never even asked. I, I don't know. Mm. I feel like those guys don't get the
0: right amount of credit. This, this film also really tried. It tried really hard to make sure that you are seeing the real Anthony Hopkins, the real Antonio Banderas, when they are doing stunts that they could do. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it didn't uh, shoot from behind over the shoulder very much. There, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there was plenty of seeing your actors doing real stunts and that just that just really brought it way up for me like this i would call this top 4 swashbuckling films for me like oh, yeah. just just i i was i started out unprepared to have anything at all for anthony hopkins come on mm-hmm. just look at him mm-hmm. but i gave up that that complaint immediately like because the film tried so hard to sell him in that role and it did it succeeded yeah.
2: no he's he's great in fact at first mm-hmm. i went oh right he's in this i totally spaced it and hmm. then I started getting into it. And then he let his hair down, you know, for the when he got old and was in the prison and stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of cool looking. And then, and then yeah. there's this whole thing about the costuming where they were very careful about this to make sure that he in his weird flared out pants and all that stuff looked like a Spanish, uh, you know, uh, swashbuckler hmm. dude where Banderas was, at least in the initial stages before he got the Zorro black suit and everything look like a guy who was part of the Mexican culture. And they, and so when they're walking around that circle of training or whatever, it's very distinct. Like Anthony Hopkins looks like he's going to, he's about to get a bull to come in the room and start doing a red flag with the bull or something. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and, and Banderas looks like guy living in Mexico or living in California. And it's, it's very good. Like that kind of stuff that their adherence to time and place, despite the fact that some of these actors are kind of, you know, not native to the place that they're doing it
0: is oh, but still pretty good. This yeah. This is apparently Hopkins' uh career, like right in a nutshell. Like, has anybody seen I the know. two popes yet? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he he spends that whole movie <laughs> playing an old German. Right. Like, like a very, a very Germany German, you know? Yeah. It's it's right. it's ridiculous. Like this he is just what very, he
3: does. I know. Maybe it's because he has this very non-descript face maybe it's, it's not there's nothing really it doesn't right it doesn't look like he's any uh, right
1: very specific it's um uh boy i'm trying i'm drawing a blank on the guy um tarantino uses him a lot now uh he's blofeld in the most recent like the specter james bond films oh um german uh, 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 D- uh Dieter
2: von dork okay.
1: dorkov what, yeah, a, what that's is exactly it i can't name.
2: think of his name. Yeah, uh, the name christoph waltz christoph waltz, oh, waltz. Okay. he's a
1: guy who who will never be able to play <laughs> spaniard or mexican or or american right. or anything like that he's always yeah, kind right. of got to play that yes mr bond every time <laughs> yeah, he yeah he could, he
2: could do maybe eastern time. european or maybe he could get away with armenian or something but but yes right. it's always going to be that you know german mm-hmm. scandinavian mm-hmm. austrian something He's great, that guy. He is great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love him. But, He's so but, good. Uh... <laughs> Django, Django, we have to go to town, Django. He was All <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, what else here? Oh, check this out. In order to, to accomplish the dress falling off. Oh, no, that, that we already talked about this. I That's can't believe to that, say, that. wow, you're going to go s- right and back and to that. Why is you. that in there twice? Oh, I know. Uh-huh. This is what I was getting at. Okay, so here's the two bits of casting. I don't During know if During one scene, there's a red on airway. light. <laughs> Here it is, Sir Sean Connery <laughs> turned oh, yeah. down the part of Don Diego de
0: la Vega. Yeah. Good.
2: Do you guys believe it? Right. Do you think he yeah. really did?
0: I mean, no. That's just something that someone added to trivia. But I'm I'm really really glad it wasn't Sean Connery.
2: I mean, he's yeah. still making movies at this point, so he hasn't yeah. retired yet, and um, uh, that'd have been fine. Like, it's fine it's you Womack he, he just did the rock like not long ago so I I could see
1: him doing yeah, well, it well you know he played Spaniard in uh, Highlander and it would just be kind of a continuation of that
0: that character yeah. right
1: oh yeah. yeah
2: I forgot about that it was a Spaniard yeah. type Mm-hmm. what was i thinking of
0: I'm just adding i'm adding to the trivia on imdb real quick let's see uh stallone <laughs> and schwarzenegger right. both turned down the role of elena okay uh, go on okay <laughs> well a... no the, one of the trivia is that shakira was offered
1: the role of uh elena which that one i question <laughs> you don't think right. so you don't think she was uh in, it,
0: like in they're casting this in like 1997 well, right. she was
2: only she was playing twenty and was like twenty six or seven here. Uh what's her name? But did
1: we know who Shakira was in nineteen ninety seven? I
3: don't know. No. No way. Did we not?
1: Hold I on. I think so. we did. Maybe we did. I'm sure,
3: I'm sure some people did, but I don't think we knew. She was definitely on her music career by then, but I don't think she was
2: she was, but not the
1: not the huge pop star, yes.
2: I don't think i mean who knows there's gonna come a day 20 years from now where someone says did Billie eilish
1: really make that bond song when she was just turned 18 <laughs> can't be. 18. Right, i'm trying to see when her like when the first big hit because she she was uh um latin music breakthrough it says and you know between 1995 and 2000 but i didn't think that uh yeah laundry service i think was the big first album here right with whenever wherever and uh
2: Everything else was uh, Colombian-focused stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I remember, uh, speaking of Extra Life Radio, Obsidian was really into Shakira. You Remember that, Brian? She was... <laughs> she
1: was
2: really I thought active. he hated her. Oh, no, he was... He, <laughs> well, he hated a lot of things,
3: so maybe, we've, maybe I've
2: confused
1: it. <laughs> right. I don't was, remember. I he was against. It him. was local to him, though, so...
3: Yeah, so it was like, nah, she gets all the fame. Nah, yeah, that fame. Yeah,
2: that might have mm-hmm. been it. He didn't. He wasn't into not sellouts but you know what i mean right but anyway yeah it says that she was supposed to be doing that but she could have i mean it wouldn't have, i don't think she'd have been too young because she's supposed to be playing
1: 20 here and i yeah no I don't, it was, I don't think it was a an age issue i think it was a we didn't know who thinking. shakira was in 1997 right. oh i get yeah. you because it was until 2001 that she had a really big breakthrough in america with yeah. laundry service how do you guys
2: feel about um her playing 20 and banderas uh, character was probably 14. thirty. He was probably fourteen when he got the medallion. No,
0: no, he's the younger brother. so yeah. he he was like ten. Okay, we'll call him. Let's say he was 10. twenty years
2: later. All right, so he's thirty. Yeah, and she's twenty. That's okay, yeah. I guess. that's likes older it, man. It's all right. I was thinking he was like thirty eight and she was like twenty. I'm like, that's a little. Too <laughs> she doesn't.
0: She sure, certainly doesn't have a lot of good options. She has a. Uh, she has. Not quite young Kenneth Brana and a bunch of really, really dirty slaves to choose from. That's all she's got. Yeah, not a they, lot of options. Dirty slaves, man. Yeah. They were they, that. That gold digging is
3: some dirty work. Isn't
2: yeah. yeah, isn't it though? Oh man, and nobody. Uh, that's the other thing is I could palpably smell that prison. Holy crap! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one guy that stood up going, "No, no, I got that weird teeth and the face all falling apart." By the way, <laughs> not
0: quite Kenneth Branagh uh, was played by Matt Lecher. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'd change my last name. Mm-hmm. I just, I wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't keep uh, that
2: one? You'd go get that done? Yeah. 75 bucks later and you're. Just
0: imagine how many times as a kid someone said, hey, bring, bring Letcher to us. Bring Letcher us. <laughs> no, they're not. No, that's a horrible last name. It's, not is,
1: do it's it. pretty rough. <laughs>
0: Who all went out to uh, dinner? Well, it was
1: Letcher us. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Letcher us. Let me make sure I put a pause yeah, in it. Yeah.
2: Letcher. Us they all had to train themselves no. to not say lecherous all the time. Yeah, no, Lecher horrible. is the
1: Lecher is the uh the, the Eobard thon from the Arrowverse that I was talking about earlier. Mm.
0: He is a really hardworking actor in, in TV. He he appears in practically every series on every network. It's really amazing. Oh, he's the but, guy Ryan right? uh, Brian just... was talking
2: about that's in uh mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, the oh, Flash
0: okay. and Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, okay,
2: okay. All right, gotcha. <clears throat>
0: I was thinking And I thought the, he was I thought he was fine in this movie. He just sticks out. He's just weird. He doesn't belong. He was in long.
1: He was in he was in Narcos. Oh. Uh Mexico, Scott. You that, saw him there? That's a good.
2: That's a good show. I like yes. Narcos has uh has the Mandalorian in it. At least in the first <laughs> right? first two seasons, he's in that. Uh D A. What's his name?
1: Not Diego Luna. What's his name? Oh. Matt Lecher. No. Oh, oh, no, you're talking about uh Jaren, uh the it, guy who plays uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Pedro Pedro Pascal there. Pascal.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, let's see. Uh, not only was Joaquin Maretta a historical figure, he was widely believed to be the inspiration for the original literary character Zorro. Ooh. I don't know why that's in here, but that's kind of interesting. It is interesting. I let's like the idea that, that Zorro one. has some, you know, basis, basis in, in reality. Yeah, yeah. I like mm-hmm. to think that. I mean, I don't really think yeah. it, but, you know. He's for the people. He's for the people, right. Right. Everyone likes someone who's for the people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a great character with an amazing history of fiction, and there is no doubt in my mind that there will always be another Zorro movie. No, like, oh, interesting. There's no yeah. reason that that Hollywood isn't busy working on the next Zorro movie.
2: Yeah, do you think? Do you think they are for real? Like somebody's working yeah. on some throwing a script around or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's like Batman. I mean, and and Zorro was one of the inspirations for Batman. Like there, there's always someone somewhere working on the next Batman.
2: That's true. Well, that we know for sure. I, here's mm-hmm. what would be cool. I got, so now we just talked about, um, uh, I forgot his name already again. D- uh, D- Pedro, Pedro Pascal? Pascal. Sorry. keep saying, I want to say D- uh, Diego Luna for some reason. Anyway, though, that dude would be a good Zorro. Put him in the Zorro deal. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be great and he'd be legit. He'd look like the, the real business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also wouldn't mind a darker take, like a little more, um, i don't know may- maybe you can't do this with zoro but less ugh, old hollywood and
1: more i don't know you know no errol flynn grinning while he's sword fighting kind i of think i think you i think that's part of the character it's like uh yeah you're probably right i just i don't know batman yeah. without being broken wait. you know right. <laughs> you kind of have to have have good.
3: that in there that's a good wait point. what i gotta stop the show for a minute oh what's the matter I, I went to imdb and i did pre-production movies First of all, quick aside, the Passion of the Christ Resurrection. That's right. Christ is back for part two. But that's not really related. <laughs> and Django and Zorro mm-hmm. are, are slated for 2022. Did Django, like a Django. Several years after the we, A of movie called Django, Django and Zorro? Django, yes, Django Unchained. Django meets Don Diego de la Vega. Hold on. You sure this is the Zorro. same?
2: This isn't this because Django's got a long history of lots of Django's. So this isn't, right. we're not talking about Tarantino's Django, are we?
3: This is, it is, let me see if it's in Is like it Jamie Foxx um, or anything say it, it, no. uh, it looks, I can't tell, because the poster's kind of nondescript, and then Zorro's yeah. masked. The I'll poster
0: post, is I'll a poster.
3: stylized uh, art.
0: So Randy's Pretty right,
3: mm-hmm.
2: someone is working on, literally working yeah. on a Zorro
0: movie. Oh yeah, always, oh, it's based, I'm telling you.
1: It's based on a comic book. Oh, the original Vertigo Zorro's? comic. Yeah, there's a Django Zorro a Vertigo <laughs> comic Book. <laughs> oh
2: my god, <laughs> comic booko! <laughs> <laughs> you've held back. I didn't know your Spanish was so good. You really uh... right? Spot on. That's uh, Spanish for comic. Jeez, one. what took you so long to tell us about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. All so, right. Apparently,
1: this is a thing. I'll yeah, s- I'll see it. That seems interesting. Happen. Sure.
2: You know what we're supposed to do? Somebody told me the other day that we are that, that filmsack has a duty that we have not been doing, and I said, oh, really? Uh-huh. And they said uh, in this email exchange that we're supposed to be watching these bad to semi-bad brand-new release Netflix movies that come out. And, and I said, uh-huh. well, like, give me an example. And he says, well, you missed Bright, and you should have done that already. And then the other one he mentions this new one with Ryan Reynolds, the Mike, 600. Michael Bay Six Underground thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's a Michael Bay directed to Netflix film that is in the vein of things we watch all the time and that we should be adding these like brand new releases to our repertoire. And I hadn't really thought about it. So, so maybe we do. I don't know. I had a, I had a
0: response. I I made a response to that guy and I, I just want to summarize it here. We don't have to immediately we can wait and find out mm. if everybody watches it if it's notorious for some reason it's and it's not then going exactly. anywhere yeah exactly <laughs> Net, like netflix doesn't we... take their own stuff off of their off of their platform yeah right uh the problem with that there's a huge hole in my in my theory here and that is 6 months from now we probably never care anymore about six underground so i don't know how to square that yeah, you know like I get it's just it. It's just how it works. You're we, right. You're we, right.
2: That is the hang up. I totally agree. I don't know how so, we do that either because because that is what happens though. It, it lands and I go, ooh, that's getting panned and it looks like something dumb and be perfect for a show. And then you're right. Like two months later, I'm like, is uh, <laughs> is Chud online yet? All <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. I don't know how we square that either. That's a, that's a conundrum. Maybe somebody out there can,
1: I don't know, give us your feedback. Tell us what you think about that. Because I don't I know. It. I
2: like the idea of it. I like the concept. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. yeah. If it yeah I mean if it looks like it it's an obvious thing it's like oh well this looks like it's going to be hot Michael Bay garbage then yeah I think we I think we do. And it
2: really does
1: look that mm-hmm. way like it this does movie look looks, like hot Michael Bay garbage it looks terrible
2: and <laughs> in, in all the ways that I want it to look and and I don't really want to do a Transformers movie so You know, we Mm -hmm. need to get our Michael Bay on more often. This might be a way to do it. So, yeah,
0: this is this is also that time of the year when I'm like, I need to watch all of these movies that are being nominated for awards. Mm -hmm. And weirdly, this year, they're all on Netflix (laughs) and none of them are appropriate for film sack. I do not want to watch the two popes or marriage story or whatever for for film sack. So Mm -hmm. it kind of like pushes things down on Netflix for me.
2: Yeah, I uh I mean I want to see those movies, but you're right they're not like
1: If we ever want to do a a 2-hour a 3-4 hour uh film sect, we could do The Irishman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, do
2: you guys have a whole weekend to spend watching a thing right. nonstop? I got a I got good news for you. I think you can You know what? You can get through the four uh, the four mini series now elongated version of Hateful Eight faster than you can get through a single sitting of uh <laughs> right, of yes. The Irishman, which I loved by the way, but it took me 3 days like mm-hmm. a three separate watch. Yeah. yeah. I had to yeah, I I, I watched it like a series cuz that's what you do. <laughs> right. Um anyway, this movie is uh also got amazing sound. I wanted to get that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh surprise me right off the bat. Okay, now I need to caveat this because there are moments that I couldn't believe they used the sound of a tiger growling oh, God, for love explosions. That. That's yeah, really I bad. I, I mean, I like if it's intentional and they were trying to evoke that. I guess maybe I would like it, but I couldn't tell if they were just being cheap. I couldn't tell what that was about. But we'll we'll play those in clips later. But uh, the actual like just overall sound work, the sound of guns and muskets, the sound of the sword play, um, just the quality of just the overall sound design of the movie is really up there for a, an era that I don't necessarily point to and go, oh yeah, the mid to late nineties sure knew how to get me with the sound and And this this is a
3: selling point. This was a selling point for some of the movies for me. I mean, I would, I would sit there and I would, I would get a DVD and I'd I'd figure out whether it was going to be good sound or not. And if it's an action movie, it it absolutely had to have really good sound design. And, uh, it was really important to me all through the nineties to make sure that I got something.
2: I, I, it isn't, it's an important thing in general. And I, I appreciate it all, you know, anything new or old or whatever, this just surprised me. I thought it was going to sound like I don't know, uh, Maverick, or you know, just something from that era, where it's just fine. You know, it gets the job done or whatever. They're not doing anything anything special. But this was this is the line, line is I usually
3: this is the line I usually drew between uh, whether I was going to purchase a DVD or not back in the day. And the reason why is because I spent you know a good bit of money on my sound system and making sure that it was all good. So I, whenever I saw an action movie, I wanted something that was going to you know blow everybody's
1: socks off.
2: Yeah, because you were showing and, off your hot new. uh yeah, co- copy of mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, Fifth Element or whatever, and people were
1: blown, blown away. Blown yeah. away, DVD,
2: it's the future. Yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> we'll man, never get a better
1: uh, way of getting movies right. than DVD, it'll no, never yeah. get better than this 480p. Jones- are you kidding
2: me,
3: man? Sorry, what indiana <laughs> Jones stuff sounded so good back in the day. Oh, there yeah, there's just nothing to rival Indiana Jones on laser disc oh and no you're thing.
2: right that showed it off that was a good example wow. that thing showed it mm-hmm. off so well sounds so good and uh I never had a laser Whips. disc in person or personally but I had a friend who had all that stuff and you know I I swear I was at the movies at his house, but yeah, I look at it now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got a better iPad than I. He had a TV. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's and, and, you know, there's nothing better than a movie format where halfway through the movie you have to get up and flip yeah, the disc over second. to watch on the rest. A second of exactly. <laughs> on a second. Flip. Yeah. Sometimes that. you have to flip
3: it three or four times. Flip. flip.
2: Yeah. Oh God. Oh. Not the most. Uh, I don't have the. I have. I don't have the most reverence for how we used to have to do some of that stuff. I mean, I guess do right. we had to do it with tapes? I do. Then we had to do it with
3: laser discs. Yeah, yeah, but do you though? Do you really? I do. I don't want to get too far off the track, but this is something that I've been having a revival with that I've found that satisfies something in me in this glut of entertainment that is just everywhere. I have found that listening to vinyl, not because it sounds a certain way or that hipster. it gives me some kind of hipster mood or nothing. <laughs> I actually like how it how it it n- needs me to be involved. And to the point that I focus more on the music. Like when I'm listening to Spotify, I may like just go just burn through albums and not even really be listening or paying attention. But when I got a, when I'm on deck with my vinyl, and I've only I've only got like three or four songs on the side, I pay attention. I'm a little closer, and I kind of I kind of get involved with it. And the music just seems to mean so much more because of that involvement.
1: That's interesting. I didn't thought is, about that's that. That's but- really cool. That's yeah. a really cool way of of liking
2: vinyl, or a cool reason right. to like vinyl. Yeah, because yeah. there's the the tangibility of it, I guess, but that we've gotten away from because now we just sort of search for what we want and we and we hear it in our ears and just it's hit, fine. Play and go
3: and I, I mean, when was, my album stops, my album stops. It doesn't play the next song that it thinks I'll like.
2: Yeah, this but is, are, are you silence. worried? But are you worried that? I mean, think about that though. That's a thing you would have dreamed to have. Like you would have loved that. Oh, absolutely. And you still love it, right? There's a reason to love oh, that. Yeah, it's just yeah. uh, there's something to be said for the. Right. When I when I'm ways. wanting
3: to when I want to, just background music, Spotify is great. It just mm-hmm. keeps going and going and mm-hmm. does everything. But when I want to, that's really just you know enjoy an album and just focus on it. Like Metallica's Black album, I just picked it up mm-hmm. and I just I haven't I haven't listened to that album since probably cassette tape. I mean, I had it on CD, but I mean, I just kind of like just, just played it and still good. Really pay attention. Well, and it,
1: it reminds me of when I first used to get music and it was all albums or, or even cassette tapes and first thing i would do is is pop it on the record player and sit down and listen to the whole thing start to finish with the sleeve in front of me the record jacket in yeah, front of me yeah, reading the lyrics yeah. if you know if they had them mm-hmm, and really right. get into the album and i oh man i miss doing that i don't do that yeah. i get a new album and it's like all right gonna you know, listen to this but, while yeah. i work on uh yep. freelance or while i'm doing this other thing and I don't i'm give it always
4: attention
3: to i'm always saying that to my fiance because she says One of the things she says, you know, we we both like to watch movies. And I'm like, correction, you like to turn on movies and do other things while the movie Mm. is on. (laughs) Mm. I like to watch movies. It's like, what do you got there, Brian? Nothing. Just me and this movie and maybe some popcorn
0: in soda. All right. I have two counterpoints. Go. Uh, Number one. Uh, don't start a statement to your uh, uh, lady friend with the word correction.
2: Number two. Um, it's like a bonus intro here. We, I like it.
0: Keep going. Yeah. We have got, True story. To, we have got to, to somehow teach or trick the next generation and the next generation after that into not uh, becoming uh, another generation of people who collect stuff. It oh yeah, is, absolutely. It is like life and death for this planet at some point, where <laughs> uh, we, you know, we have the means, we have the ways to stop with the stuff, mm-hmm. and we can do it. Uh, we can do it across an entire society of people, right. and it's going to require that we sort of let go of the feeling you have when you add another. You know, paper book to a shelf, and I know. I believe me, I know that feeling. It's oh, a yeah. great feeling. Yeah, I do it. I, but when I look at man, when I look at the CDs in my garage, it is insane. It just, it's like, right? Damn, why did I do that? I, and, you know, and but, I, I did. I just didn't know. I was, I was that, younger and didn't know that that was totally unnecessary and wrong. Yeah. You know, and and but so now, what also, do I do with them? Well, yeah. see
3: that that collector's mentality is the same mentality. I think that happens to all these gluttony of, of entertainments that we have, which is great in one way, but another way is, is it devalues the individual pieces because you have so many of them. My whole album collection, Randy, is about eight albums. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going out and I got a whole wall of albums. It's not like I go to the record store every weekend and pick up you know three or four more albums. It's not like that. I am slowly, you know, maybe, you know, just slowly as I find something I want, I'll buy it. I have no reverence for my collection. If there's anybody that I'm around that has a record player and wants one of the albums, and I'm done listening to it, I'll just give it to them. Yeah, well, it's so, not. That's not. I'm right, not collecting. Right, right. And I'm
0: saying my CD collection is more in the neighborhood of 400 to 500 I CDs. I know, and it hurts me to think that I was young, I got tricked by a whole a uh, number of industries that were all aligned yeah. to take my money and give me those little discs. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like looking back on, I'm just like, gosh, I've got to make sure my kid doesn't uh, fall or, for this. Kind well, of and, thing. And, and in some ways he's
2: mm-hmm. better equipped now than ever, because uh, again, this goes against the sort of boutique appreciation that Brian's now got for his, for his black album. But that's the future of will. And the future of my kids is that it's a consolidated uh, you know, everything in this entire bookstore fits on my phone world. Mm -hmm. Um, we should in theory gravitate. It may be a little slow, but we'll gravitate toward a place where so much of what we have own and keep is, is, uh, ones and zeros kept in, in cloud space. Like it's, it's just not going to be shelves full of paper products and plastic. Um, I think, I think that's where it's all headed. Um, the problem is what ends up happening is like my daughter today, she's moving to a new, new apartment and um, she's taking with her this old typewriter she bought and some ancient brother thing from the seventies. And she loves that thing. Yeah, Why? I don't know. She doesn't use it. She doesn't really going to type. I mean, she'll try to type on it. Sometimes she'll right. find the uh, ribbons, you know, somewhere on eBay and then get the ribbons because she thinks she's going to use it. She bought some whiteout, like it's it's re- it's it's, ret- it's a, retro in it's a way that's it, right. frustrating to me because it's i'm a like
3: conver- it's a conversation piece
2: right right she so, loves I mean, she loves it for yeah. that too she loves talking about it she just loves the idea of it she may never type anything of note on there but there but there will always be that pushback well the minute we start saying it is all automated in the cloud people start going no it's not i got this whole thing in my basement like it, it'll just bounce back and forth and maybe we can't do anything about it but
0: and I just want to say one more thing about books because I could just, I could just feel like that someone out there uh, is hearing me as being opposed to books. I think books are great and they're important. That's a, let's just stipulate that books are important. What is bad in my opinion is that in my neighborhood, there are 400 private inaccessible libraries in all, in all these people's homes. And that is so wasteful you know and the like i say the the joy on the one side is no way a uh, 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 bigger than the wastefulness on the on the counterpoint so it's just like we're we're figuring it out as a society at the same time a lot of capitalists are figuring out how to sell you more books and waste space and waste paper and so on and so on
2: yeah they'd love to do i mean look i want people to buy when i make a book i want them to buy it but what I think is happening yeah. is just the mass production side. It would be nice if that if that moved over to more, you know, curated, small, right. like like Dunaway's eight albums, you know, like <laughs> kind of just getting back to a simpler approach and not, I got to have everything and it's all got to be here. And that includes digital. Like I shouldn't, I've got, I look at my Steam library and it's like, you know, 1,800 games or something. Now, a lot of those are free codes and, you know, stuff over the years and whatever, but.
3: That's just ridiculous. I'm not gonna play all that yeah. ever. Yeah, that's, I know. So and, and you can once again, you, we could argue. Oh man, how do we get so? How do we get over? I don't here? Know, this is good. This is a good little. Hey, uh, Zoro, phil- how do we get over here? I don't know. Philosophical but I say, this, discussion. Nothing wrong. No with matter it. no matter how many times we try to figure out, there'll always be someone going Yub it, and that's because as long as we are consuming things, period, there's a cost. Yeah. So those those games that are on the steam. Out there on steam somewhere that you have access to you could go oh there's just ones and zeros just a whole placeholder for when i decide i want to access that data but you know all that cost there there's a cost there too because servers take power you know and and the bigger the servers are the more people that have copies of this the more percentage wise they have to keep that server up to a certain point so i mean any consumption is going to impact what we have so but how do you also how do you you can't also go to those people that are neighbors and go I don't like your uh, closed up library here that's
0: bull crap. No you know, not of- at all but we just we teach the next generation to right. support real actual public libraries and, f- and with full throat like really support that and and don't uh, you know don't don't let your friends think that it's uh, you know okay to be hoarders and, and so wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that because that really feels like it feels like calling
3: people out and making people do what? Well, you, you can only do you, you do it within your own sphere, right? Like right. I mean, I I certainly wouldn't expect anyone, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go. Oh, I can't believe you're doing that. I can't believe you're enjoying that over there, that library no, to yourself. What you do, you do instead, work you for. just
2: you just. I think this is is like what my dad always said. You just do. Right. You do you do good with what you've got, and be and, and a be
3: responsible uh, as a world citizen as you can be. And try to be an example to others. Yeah, that's a big thing. Outside of that, outside of that, what can you really do? Well, there's no, you can well piss well. you can
2: piss people off, and then they then they dig right. in and they don't. They, do they turtle up. Yeah. yeah, they turtle up. It's yeah. like playing Starcraft. They're
0: gonna turtle up. Yeah. <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> I build I build two barracks uh-huh. and I target my opponent's base. And I think man, the... <laughs> those those Marines just come shooting out of there. Yeah, it's the right way to play,
2: Brian, Randy. I'm not i i you're right i
1: love that this 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 uh a mask of Zoros has turned into starcraft strategies yeah welcome to starcraft strategies love this. yeah welcome this, to starcraft a shame strategies
3: because the mask of Zoros is a pretty good movie maybe that's the problem maybe well it's, it's not a have, problem
2: it's just you know yeah okay well all right let's do a thing we do here traditionally uh <laughs>
3: what do you think grossed me out oh there we go oh so there was a lot of things but the, the obvious things you would think would have to be you know, Bandera's drinking from the head. Yeah, head water. water. You don't drink oh, head oh, water. Yeah. That is That's
0: the amazing. worst thing.
2: It was like earlier I wrote, oh, it's gross being buried alive. Oh, it's gross <laughs> to kiss Antonio, or it's, it's gross kissing old Anthony Hopkins if you're a young actress. Oh, gross, gross, gross. But then I got to the scene where he purposely, to show strength or whatever, drank right. the water his brother's head's been soaking in. Right.
0: F that and the
2: donkey <laughs> it rode in on, dude. That is horrible. Ugh. Yeah, and I
3: know it's. I fake, thought you'd have been disconnected for some reason. I thought you had been disconnected from that because you're like, ah, you know, it's not. Yeah, it was all special head.
1: effect, and it's all you know. you yeah, right, know that. that.
2: Normally, yes, normally, but that is conceptually <laughs> just the so most was it, foul concept. So that's concept. based
3: in truth. uh The uh, the real guy. This is based on right. He actually kept the head of of that man, and also kept the hand, three finger Jack, in uh, jars. But I'm assuming he kept in some type of. Alcohol or something that a preservative that was not just
2: water that was supposed to be real. I didn't know that. Is that all real? <laughs> that's yeah. that's horrendous. That guy's up. it is horrendous. And I
3: was just thinking, what kind of j- that's the reason why I wrote my intro because I'm like, what kind of jackass would have you know people over just to pull out the hit up a dead man in a jar and go hey let's have a party <laughs> who brought the chips yeah
1: <laughs> i don't
2: want i don't wanna know want to know anything about those chips or where that salsa came from or why that <laughs> why that guacamole looks bad or any of those things please uh, that'd be good it smell funny to you <laughs> about a, about a bad hoarder. that's a bad hoarder Ugh. yeah i can't i can't do it um another thing i liked about the movies how people would say each other's names and they'd see each other so you'd be like and it was multiple times. Like he was shocked every time he'd see him. La Vega. and he'd go, "Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Don Bartoli or whatever the hell his name was." Yeah, oh, uh, I love that. Almost hello, that way hello
0: Elena. I can't <laughs> believe how many times it was like, "Elena, uh, yeah. I need you to, I need you to talk to Montero or yeah. whatever." Like, come on. She just about blew the whole deal
2: with her, you know, her backing oh, up her yeah. dad or fake dad there at the end.
3: Nice job. Yeah, that- that really need that that part actually needed a little bit more uh character development for me for her yeah. uh switch on her father because i i felt like there was i i really hated for him to die because he really uh he really seemed to love uh you know zorro's wife and and he and he really seemed to love the daughter and stuff and i kind of hated i don't know they felt like it needed to be like a redemption story there or something it just didn't feel like that whole character's well, you knew, I mean, oh, I, oh, I, Mark, assu- yes. I
2: assume he can't, the, you know, if S- Sir Anthony Hopkins wasn't going to sign on for a sequel. Like, if it did right. feel like one of those roles where it's like, oh, we've got this this very venerable, you know, Oscar award winning actor. Um, He's just here for the one off, you know. Right. He's not going to stay around. So that didn't didn't surprise me too much, but I, do, I was a little, you know, sad. I actually, and the weird thing about this movie is at the end, he was my favorite thing about it. I think he was. He was. I found him just to be super Anthony Hopkinsish and and fun to oh, watch. Yeah, so and good. yeah, he's awesome. Like mm-hmm. What's wrong with that and guy? I, I like the
3: comparisons too. Of I liked how they kept talking about the circles and and you know when it comes in your circle and how to how to handle your life. Like the fight, like mm-hmm. the dance. Yeah, yeah, and totally. Hey, do you bu- a, do you buy? Oh,
2: go ahead. Hold I'm on. Trying to work out.
0: All right. Uh, what what a bad guy. The portrayal here. Is that this guy start? You first meet him, and it's like, "What are you doing, buddy?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm killing three people. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, uh criminals? No, just some randos. Mm. I chose yeah. from the crowd. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> okay, Darth Vader.
4: Yeah. And
0: then later, he's like, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take all this gold out of the ground, and we're just gonna buy this whole thing from Santa." And he's like Lex Luthor now.
2: Yeah. Like, he was see, all you know, over the map.
0: It's too much bad guy. How much bad guy can you be?
2: <laughs> he was a pretty bad guy. I don't know. I've seen, We've seen him in other stuff. I was looking it up. It's like things like...
3: I don't um, know. Humberto, is that his name?
2: Yeah. Humberto. But things like Point Break maybe or... I forget. But he's in a ton of stuff. Mm. And I, I like It that feels
1: guy. like this was... I, I had to look in the trivia to see if this role was initially offered to uh, Alan Rickman. Because it feels like like he'd be <laughs> your number one pick for this role. And maybe oh, yeah. it's just because we saw him in something else that was... Really similar to this. Was he Three Musketeers? Was it Ellen Rickman?
0: Uh, no, that something was something. like We watched Robin Man Hood. in the Iron Mask. We didn't watch Man Three Musketeers. Man in the Mask. Uh, that might be what I'm thinking. Well, about. the one
2: yeah. where the thing, he's in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, we should, which we still need to watch. That's That maybe is what I'm thinking. He's about. Sheriff
3: did of Nottingham. Did, in did that. everybody always escape from uh, prisons by pretending to be dead? Is that
0: how? Yep. Yeah. That's That's yeah. You'd need a trope alert on that. Yeah. My yeah. God. Yeah, let's play that. That's pretty good. <laughs> That was so predictable, too. As soon as you see him in prison, you're like, oh, I know how he's getting out. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, that was pretty good. I like watching a bad guy walk through with a little hanky over his mouth because he can't handle the stench that Mm -hmm. he's created Uh, by boxing everybody in. Right, guy was a dick.
3: What did you feel about this setup of uh, Zorro kicking the two guys out the window? Making them come over, making them put their sores down, making them touch their toes
1: oh. <laughs> out the yeah except for the uh the placement of it i mean you couldn't yeah. the way they were standing you could not push the back guy and have both guys fly out the window you, at the exactly. very least right. you'd have the front guy go out the window and the the back guy would just be on the floor
0: well yeah. and here's right. the thing here's the thing if uh if you took me and you put me in front of my window and you had me bend over and touch my toes and then you got across the room and with a running start. And drop kicked me as hard as you as you possibly could. I would just fall forward about a third of the way out the window.
2: Yeah, right. that's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some physics there that don't line up. <laughs> uh, it what was else? Fun physics. Oh, I, I don't. It. This I is still, another piece laugh. of a piece of trivia I do not believe. Okay. When executive producer Steven Spielberg, it was an Amblin Entertainment joint, uh, was mm-hmm. supposed to direct this originally. All right. So Spielberg, this happens a lot. He was supposed to direct. Pulled out last. <laughs> pulled out. Stopped stopped <laughs> short of doing it. Uh, gave it instead to this dude and was just producer. But he was, uh, Tom Cruise was had agreed already to be Zorro. So it was going to be Tom Cruise, you guys. Tom Cruise wow. as Zorro. The Mask of Zorro. No, no. bad idea. No, no what's that? Because this was the same year they worked on, I uh, don't no, no, again, I get my stuff confused. In 2000 and, see, it was 2002 or three was Minority Report and then five, he was back with uh, War of the Worlds, so he was super up into the the Tom Cruise stuff at this time. I yes. guess maybe I enjoyed him in War of the Worlds. Oh, was War was of the Worlds is great. Yet. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, I, you'll get an argument for me. That's funny you should say that though. I thought you would have hated that because you don't like no. Spielberg, but also because no, um,
3: no, it, we didn't deal with none of that BS in this one. It wasn't. There was there some was water. Straight, there was just, some it rain was in straight, it. It was this straight. <laughs> but what does it mean? What does it mean? What no, does it mean? It
1: was it me? it was was a me? Straightfor- It was a
3: straightforward sci-fi. I yeah, mean, You're right. Just here here's some straightforward sci-fi. That it, uh, Minority report Spielberg said, I'm gonna make these people think. And then halfway through he said, nah.
1: <laughs> do that. I don't want them to think. Nah. I Think it's for losers.
0: I have another trope. Uh whoa. In my in my notes, I I made a little mark 14 times when someone died way fast. Like mm. insta death. Okay. Uh it really stuck out for me when uh Alejandro's brother Joaquin kills himself rather than oh, being taken. Like he has this janky old pistol and he turns it and aims it at his elbow basically and pulls the trigger and then he's dead. He is completely dead within a second. Yeah. He's and, out. like that happens over and over in this movie, and it just doesn't need to. Hmm. You don't need to have people expire so fast. Yeah. The minute mm-hmm.
2: I saw the minute we I saw that brother do anything nice for his younger brother,
3: I went, he's dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I knew they both couldn't
1: live because there's only one pendant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you decide just, who gets the pendant? Yeah. It's like the 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 fact that uh Antonio's character is so like, oh, that's great, brother, that he gave you that pendant. That, yeah, yeah, you know. Not let so happy for you. Right. <laughs> it would have been right. fighting over that for the second that he yeah. gave it to
0: him. Yeah, crazy. Those aren't real brothers, <laughs> right? We know how that would go. No, but I mean, if you're Zoro and you have to thank people by giving them, you have one thing to give two boys. You give it to the larger boy because you know if you give it to the smaller one, the bigger one will just take it from it. Yeah. <laughs> so you may as well just give it to the big one. Yeah. Right.
2: Sure. Yeah. We know how this works. I mean, uh, Ibit may have been an only child, but. Mm-hmm. Even you know how brothers I, work. Even, I understand oh, how it works for sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be a brother to know how a brother works. <laughs> no, I know how a brother works. <laughs> how does a brother work? All right. Uh, let's do a... Um... Oh, I did want to give it credit before we do clips uh, for having some amazing villain deaths. I like those in movies, especially movies like this. How creative are you going to be about killing a dude? And at first I thought, boring. You just stabbed him. Kind of cool how you threw the sword over the loop and then and then stabbed Longhair McGillicuddy there uh but then up top the old men are fighting ties him to a wagon pulls him off the edge of the thing that wagon's full of the fake gold mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is still heavy <laughs> Mm-hmm. and uh yanks him down and then so guy with sword sticking out of him gets com- completely pummeled to death by gold
1: rained down by gold like these heavy bricks of of gold yep oh, yeah. and then
2: the other guy gets killed just in the in the process i thought that was great totally enjoyed the death yeah, of our villains
1: yep and they put them to, they
2: somehow mushed them together into the same death which was great yeah
0: reminded me very strongly of the punisher do you all remember that which one mhm the one we watched for film set. Oh, uh. we, we watch Punisher. At the end, Punisher ties uh, John Travolta to a car. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. John Travolta, and and then the car is slowly rolling forward into a great big fire. I forgot John no? Travolta okay. was in that. Was he in that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you sure? Wait a minute. I'm positive, Scott. Are you we sure? Not, are you thinking? Of the, are
2: you talking about the 2004 one or the, the Dolph Lundgren one? Because we watched the both. The one those.
0: we watched for oh. film yeah. set. We what? saw both we for Thomas film Thomas Jane. Parker. Yeah, yeah so Thomas Jane the, the is the Punisher punishment.
2: one for a Nurtacular film. Yeah, wasn't we did that literally on stage for uh, for that? Oh, wait, was that the year you weren't there? Is that 2014? Were you not there for that one? No, I don't. Oh, uh, because right, we had
1: Scott Fletcher on stage. Oh, with
2: us. that's why. Yeah, we did the 2000 or sorry, the 87 one with uh, with Fletcher that year. You weren't a nerd That's what I, I know.
0: Yeah. No, I, but I'm not. that. we watched the 2004 <laughs> one about five years ago. It's fine.
2: I'm just clarifying because we have seen the two, you know. It had Thomas Jane uh-huh. and John Travolta. All right. Yes, that is true. Now I remember. Now I don't have Dolph Lundgren in my face because that's all I could picture while you were talking about it. Uh, All right, uh, let's do clips. Here is a bunch of them. I'm going to play them now. Uh, We start with this sound, which I thought was a cool Spanish guitar thing. So I'm just going to play it. I like that. I'm going to use that for other stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, it's nice. It's good fanfare. It's very nice. This movie actually made me want to watch Desperado again. I love that movie. Oh, man. I'm going to do that. Uh, All right, here's something that's happening to your wagon. What are you doing cutting holes in my wagon? Holes in my wagon. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay so it got desperado for you for me it was the count of monte cristo the Uh-oh. jim caviezel one very good movie and then and then a little tiny bit pirates of the caribbean anybody else have a movie that they oh came away with this from
1: you know what i didn't but now that you say pirates of the caribbean for sure
2: a little bit yeah yeah especially the you know like the a-hole military guys and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. And then yeah, the Cavizel thing you're talking about, absolutely. Like getting trained by the old guy, been in prison all this time. That's yeah. a cool
3: movie. That's a I like that one a lot. That I'm glad. That. Yeah, I don't know good. if it was the whips, but I kept getting the or the, the Action scenes. <laughs> yeah, the whips or the nene. I kept getting the action scenes of this movie. <laughs> I kept getting the Indiana Jones fights. These felt like I don't know. It felt like the they were like him against a group of people and then, you know, it just felt like it always felt like it was that dance. That little was uh, Temple
2: of Doom style. Yeah. Yeah,
3: just, it just felt that way. There's a little um, bit of that.
2: Sure. Uh here's uh oh this is oh this is an interesting file. This is uh you, so ibbit you took your date to a mall once, I guess. Oh god, that was our favorite place. That was my favorite place to take dates. Yeah, and this was recorded that day and this is what you said for some reason. Yeah
4: children out of the plaza immediately.
2: I
1: don't know what you were doing. <laughs> I was trying to direct them into the Sam Goody next to the oh. uh B Dalton. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just north of the Orange Julius. Gotcha. I would have been at, I'd have been at the software etc. <laughs> You're making me want to go to the mall. That's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, all those things are not in malls anymore, I don't think. Nope. Well, sabar or uh, Orange Julius. You're myself. probably right.
2: All right, here's Anthony Hopkins doing some uh, talking.
1: Now, if you will excuse me, I'm missing my own party. My, my own body? Oh, my own party. Potty. Potty. He needs to, he needs to take, do a number two. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to duke, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: No, I know what you mean. All right. Here's nobody's tough as Jack. Nobody nobody's tough
4: as Jack. Jack. Nobody
3: nobody's stuff as Jack. tough as Jack.
2: Okay. I got a problem. Let me tell you my problem. Not just that that's dumb. <laughs> the harmony? Yeah, but that, no, that they, okay, they were in cahoots with Jack. For the to get the money, it was all a ruse, right? Right. Okay.
4: Yes. Okay. Right,
2: right. Yes. It was all a scam. But right. previous to them getting there to execute the scam, he's alone with them and he's taunting them with water, making them sing, and yanking them behind right. a horse.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That was the whole setup. That was the. But no one yeah. has to see that. No one's seeing the that's setup. That's What
2: made right. it yeah, funny? Yeah,
1: it's, it's just for their own benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I that's what made it funny. These, I didn't these like were that. Obviously, it's not funny these to the.
3: Yeah, these were obviously the chumps. He was the leader. This was setting
1: up, you know, who was who. Also, but it's uh, a lie to the viewer. Yes, right. The viewer, the viewer needs to be in on it uh, with the with the joke, so they can't show things that would make it that would be unrealistic to the payoff of it of of fooling us and the village as to the whole thing
2: being. Which is why I did not like that because they were not being truthful with me because I'm like, wait, I saw you guys earlier. You were trying to. Lie to me about your relationship, and then surprise me along with the people you're going to surprise. So, no, no, no so it doesn't it's, work it's that way. It's funny
3: when when you lie to the to the other people, but it's not funny when
0: they lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because I'm right. I, I'm in on the deal. I should be anyway. Right.
0: I want to be in on the jokes. Yep. You know what though? I saw 27 episodes of Jackass, and I know that when you leave <laughs> some crazy dudes alone, they punch each other in the nuts. They don't have to seriously they really really don't have to they do it anyway Mm. and that's what's going on here this is just jackass dudes being jackass dudes i guess so i don't know
2: Mm. uh how about this what's this oh (laughs) this is what the this is about bodies bodies and bags bury the body bag the head bag the head that's a plot device that i will use later again with the head
1: save the hand uh get rid of the foot the right foot keep yep. the mm. left foot uh and uh, halfway up to take. Shin. Mm-hmm. take the guns mm-hmm. leave the cannoli check his do check
2: his wallet is he a donor because we could probably take his eyes and his uh, liver and stuff <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna eat look at those. the back of his driver's license yeah. see if he signed it yeah if he didn't you know we got to respect his wishes but uh Everyone needs a new liver. All right, here we go. Hide in the barn. I don't know what this is.
1: Of course I have feelings for
2: you. Oh, this is that guy's dreaming. I, I don't like him because he's smacking his lips. It was almost my gross pick of the day. Mm. So I'm going to play it again. Just listen to him smacking his dream lips.
0: Of course I have feelings for you. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. But
2: quick, hide in the barn. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Get him a water bottle or something. Gross. All right. Here, here's another request. Please don't touch me. All right. Same guy. <laughs> well, that was date. That was Brian's date at the mall. <laughs> that was after the oh, mall. You <laughs> messed that up. Yeah, I did. I didn't think about it till just now. Dang it. All right. Uh, a great neck cracking sound. I always enjoy these. So somebody got their neck cracked. Ooh. More like knuckles. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Uh, here's a, her, her figuring out flower
1: business.
4: Can anyone tell me what this flower is? I know this scent.
1: See, si, senorita. It's called Romania, but it only grows in California. And I believe this is your first visit to our shores.
3: Uh-huh. Is like that the, like line. a California commercial? Is
1: that what <laughs> Paid um, for by the California um, Board of Tourism.
3: Yep.
2: What am I thinking of what I just saw? Oh, that's, you just gave me deja vu in the worst way what did you do there brian or, brian or me both of you something just uh-huh. happened in my head and i and i can't even tell you what it is the familiarity mm. is palpable though weird nice. <laughs> you ever have one of those like absolutely um, yeah totally Black-
1: did you just go on the california soren ride at no. uh, california adventure at uh disneyland no oh. i don't
2: know what it is i don't know why that i honestly i usually can point out oh that reminds me of this Mm-hmm. But I don't know why that. You, maybe you guys—we've done film sack so long that you just—that combination of you guys talking just was enough to bring out something. I don't know. My brain's a big, weird sponge. It smells funny. All right, check this out. Here's a gagging Zorro Junior. So this is Zorro Junior gagging. It's fun. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you do with your wiener? Point the end goes into the other man. Okay. Pointy end
0: goes Whoa. into the other the other men. Oh, yeah, I didn't I wasn't I w- <laughs> oh I was not at all ready for that. Wow. <laughs>
2: uh, here's the here he is getting another horse. I warned you I'd get another horse.
0: All right. That's nice.
1: Oh that scene was so slapsticky, it bothered me.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's And by the way, there is you can't jump onto a horse if you're a man, especially. You can't jump onto onto a saddle from a height of more than about nine inches. Is that true? I'm saying you jump onto no. a saddle from a height of eighteen feet, you're you're you will cease having your manhood.
3: Oh and, and you'll and wreck the horse. I'm to say yeah. and the horse won't be too happy either.
2: And, yeah. yeah, I don't you're feel good. like that's good for the horse at all. Um, All right, here's a great line from Jack.
3: I know you. You bet you do, Peckerwood. Yeah, Peckerwood. (laughs) You bet you do, you Peckerwood.
2: We used to say Peckerwood all the time growing up. I love that. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I did too. And then I did a deep dive into Peckerwood, and I'm like, well, that's not what I thought it meant (laughs) at all. Did a deep dive into Peckerwood. (laughs) Right on down into Peckerwood. (laughs) It sounds yeah, like, like you you binged a TV show
2: called Peckerwood.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did, you know that, did you know that three finger Jack was not only such a, a, a just a real guy like that's a that's a person who existed in real life, hmm. but there's like things named after three finger Jack on the West Coast. Hmm, no, I didn't. Yeah, know that. I didn't. I did not know this until look, like looking this up. But like there's there's a a freaking mountain in the Cascade Mountains called Three fingered Jack. The whole hmm. the entire
2: name. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well done, Three Finger Jack. Did he did he have one metal like gold finger or like a brass finger, and the other finger was like a piece of wood or whatever? Was that accurate? Because that was <laughs> kind of
3: cool. I like that. Was it a piece of wood or was it like a toilet paper roll? Like it? <laughs> it, it I don't it think wrote they, wrote. they had those then, did they? I don't think they. <laughs> no, had they, they didn't. And I kept thinking that doesn't look like I'm, wood. I'm
0: sorry to like, say, the, that? I'm, I'm just going to read to you from his bio. His name was Jack Dunlop. Whether he had three fingers on one of his hands was never confirmed. Oh, like but they called the him the most that? important thing about him. Yeah, <laughs> you're, saying, is not confirmed. you're saying he was like Uncle Jack. <laughs> so he was all like, uh, How
3: many fingers I got, boys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 that sounds like my Uncle Jack before he died. Right. All right, here's another Peckerwood. Peckerwood? He's just asking it now. Peckerwood? Peckerwood? one? Oh, that was after he died. Here's a long and terrible laugh. <laughs> I have heads in jars. Alright. <laughs> That's so long. <laughs> yeah, it's very long. Uh I liked how he said this. The much debated Zorro. No.
1: The legendary Zorro.
2: The Le- legendary I almost was drunk sounding there. I like that. Legendary Zorro. Uh here is the I don't know. I don't know if this is a big line for Hopkins or not, but it's good. Now I'm free to kill you. We should have done it faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh okay here's the first lion roar used in a fire. Sorry, not really a roar, it's like a tiger
3: growl. Yeah, tiger. Uh, and it's even worse here. What are they doing? I don't wow. know but I liked it. when did when did backdraft come out? Because I remember that having the coolest
2: Well, I had that mm. wh- the fire sounds. Yeah. yeah, the fire sounds. I was yeah, trying to think
3: right. Was this after that? Because if it was, it'd be like I would be totally tempted as too. You know, oh, fire could sound really cool. Yeah,
2: I don't think I ever saw that that Ron Howard
3: Ooh, film. Ooh, that was that was good. I like Backdraft. Could we do Backdraft on here? Or is it too back in the good? day? Is it too
2: good?
1: We have not, and we need to. Nineteen
3: ninety one. Should we?
2: Is it the kind oh, of? Oh, I think so. I would yeah. totally do Backdraft. Okay. Yeah, I'd be down. Never saw it, so
1: a lot of people so got in one that. of the lesser bald ones in it.
2: Oh, uh, not, not Alec,
1: but not Steven, not Alec, but, uh, was the third or fourth Baldwin, uh, the third Germaine. or fourth Baldwin, Germaine. Tito Baldwin, <laughs> Tito Baldwin. No one ever well, talks well, about that poor name? guy. He was the one who was in that, uh, fair game movie with Chris, uh, Cindy Crawford too. And I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, um,
2: uh, another Baldwin.
1: Yeah. Not Adam.
2: No, Adam Baldwin's a different whole different family, right? Marlon.
1: Right? Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> Not more. he's just going through jackson's
0: no actually i was thinking of the wayans brothers but okay. oh. oh marlon wayans
1: <laughs> there you go
3: daniel there, there is a backdraft two with oh william. billy baldwin oh william billy baldwin. baldwin
2: that's it billy baldwin yes. he was okay he seems nice mm-hmm.
3: So uh, wait backdraft two? two i didn't even hear that william, william baldwin and donald sutherland came out last
0: year what
2: there's a sequel to that that just came out. Yeah, nice. Hold on. Back so
0: track. the official list of Alec Baldwin's uh, siblings includes Stephen, Billy, Daniel, uh, Jane Sasso, and Elizabeth Keckler. Wow.
2: Oh, you're right. Jane just Sasso. last year, Backdraft Two, is 2019.
1: Will Sasso's
0: wife or something or like? No, no. Oh, okay. Her husband is named Randy Sasso. Oh, Randy Sasso. <laughs> if you Sasso. I would have stuck with Jane Baldwin. I'm just saying Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, right, it I'm sounds like
1: it. Asshole.
0: Wow. I know. I'm judging a lot of last names this episode, but yeah, you're Jane Baldwin. Stick mm-hmm. with
2: it. So uh right. check this out. This uh backdraft two mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is legit. It came out last year. It was direct to video, it was rated R. It was uh directed Netflix. by Gonzalo Lopez Galeo, not Ron Howard. Um it was uh it says here, hold on. Oh, interesting. So they've taken the son of Baldwin's kid, William Baldwin's kid from the first movie, which I guess he was just a little kid then, is now a full grown Chicago fire department guy, and now they got big fires to fight. So
3: They got fires to fight. Yeah. And And backdraft.
2: Four point seven on on IMDB. That's not good. And it's on Netflix right now.
0: Oh Lord. All right. And we last saw Billy Baldwin on film sack in Flatliners. Mm. Oh, Been a while. All right.
4: Been a been
2: yeah. a while
0: since we've done that. All wow, right. you look at photos
1: of Stephen Baldwin. By the way, it looks like he's always doing duck face. Yeah. The all three of
0: them, yeah. all three of the brothers of Alec Maybe Baldwin, look exactly face. alike. All, somebody's <laughs> got to have it. They're all little
2: ducky. Kind face. of, yeah, yeah. All right, here's this. uh, This is my last clip, but it's just a little taste of the outro song that is the worst thing I've heard in years on Film Sack. So enjoy.
1: Moon so
4: bright, night so fine. Keep your heart here with mine. Life's a dream.
2: I hate it. I
3: hate it. I liked it.
2: I hate it. I liked it. I hate watching Prince of Egypt. It. What are we watching here?
3: I know, and I don't know why, but I liked it. It's like Land I Before know. Time 3 or something. It's yeah. just awful. Yeah. Little, one of the Aladdin Terrible. sequels. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally admit that it was awful, but I also kind of liked it. Well,
1: uh, glad um, to hear it. I'm to te- listen to I'm it on team... vinyl and really get into it. Yeah.
0: You're on Team Dunaway. You liked it? I'm Team, team Johnson Deluxe. Here. Oh, okay. Uh, we hate this song. It had no business being there. Any <laughs> yeah. other song yeah. would have been better. Oh, maybe can we I talk like about? It. Hold on, I, I got- liked it because it was unexpected. Maybe, maybe that's
3: why I, liked uh, it, yeah. I you, like it. Yeah, you the juxtaposition. I went with sure. Uh, yeah.
2: So I, I'm and on that level, I can appreciate the the kind of like scratching my head, wondering why the hell it's even there. Right. But, um, all right. Speaking of things Randy doesn't like, I meant to bring this up earlier. I totally forgot. So I'm glad you said that, Randy. Uh, you have gone on multiple social networks in the last little while <laughs> and exclaimed your distaste <laughs> for one Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm really curious
0: no about this. What way. is it about Adam Driver I'm, that you don't like? I'm sure. I'm sure we talked about this on FilmSag before. Have we? I'm sure of it. I don't feel like yeah. we I have. don't remember it, but maybe. I anyway, I, by the way, on that last topic, imagine if this movie had ended with Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. What a improvement to the end of this movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. okay. Uh, Adam Driver's really, really ugly. Like he has no business being a leading man. That's all there is to it. (laughs) It's, it's really, really. I mean, this is a, this is a, 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 like, a a lifetime, a hundred years of cinema. There is this thing. There's this natural division between like Steve Buscemi, Danny Trejo, character actors and leading men. Mm. And there's a line. And he's on the ugly side of the line. That's all there is to I it. He, he doesn't get to be so. a leading man. And uh, like I, I, I I've heard the same thing about Sylvester Stallone. However, I know women who swoon. Oh,
2: I know women Stallone. who swoon over Adam Driver. I, my daughters yeah, well, think I mean, Adam Driver's a And, and a Sylvester treat.
0: Stallone made his own way, right? He 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 made himself a leading man, and like he forced it. Like that's like astroturfing uh leading man for Sylvester Sloan, but also he he never really like after the first Rocky movie he never really gave himself a a real chore of acting but Adam Driver and his agent uh are are brilliant they're out there only taking roles where Adam Driver gets to have a lead and they're not allowing him to be cast as a character and it's well, there's fine a diff-
4: there's I a just think between... he's ugly
0: there's a
3: difference between an
0: expectation for a romantic
3: lead where you may be interested in the person's looks. But just as a lead, you don't have to be attractive, right? Well, but I'm,
2: okay. what I'm saying is there are people who would say he's, he's, uh, he's legitimately attractive.
3: I've,
1: I've mm-hmm. seen him
2: with his shirt off. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. side with Randy on that one point. That's sh- that shirtless <laughs> scene in that movie and uh, Return or Last course, Jedi uh, when he's uh, uh Darth Swallow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Darth> Swallow. <laughs> but when, he, when he's, he's just got that's a ch- that's too weird. He's just too cheesy. That was a ridiculous fake. Yeah, I didn't like it. But the but overall, I find him super compelling as an actor, mm-hmm. and I think part of it is he's weird looking, and girls like him. I don't, unique yeah. looking
3: is the word I prefer.
2: Yeah. I mean he's weird looking I I
3: find that anytime you talk about something subjective such as beauty, I think you're gonna have a hard time unless there's just something universally, you know, that everybody can agree upon. And even then I don't even know if everybody could agree upon it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well there's no yeah. I mean imagine Bushimi with with perfect teeth. No. I mean is it his teeth that really (laughs) messed the whole thing up? I can't if you can, you know,
2: I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, un, I'm, 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 I'm unable to see like it. Strategy. I just can't freaking see it. Which stup- so to your, so your point, I agree with you. Like it's just not. It's just Adam Driver's weird looking. He's a good actor. Dude is up for Academy Awards this year. Is in two mm-hmm. or three of the of the most uh, critically acclaimed movies this year. He's in one of the most money making movies this year. Like the dude's
3: got something. I think we obviously. Need to move away from the, I think we need to move away from calling people looking weird. How's that? All right. That's just me. I, I think unique looking or something just uh,
2: yeah, right, weird. What
3: does weird mean? Is, is it non how about non-conventional? Well, Randy's non-conventional. saying full on Randy's
2: saying ugly and I'm saying I'm That's saying nice. I'm well, I know, but I, I look in the mirror and I think <laughs> I'm kind of ugly sometimes and that you're right, right. It isn't nice, but I, I, you know, it's just how I see myself. I don't have a problem with uh, Randy saying he's ugly I just don't, I th- to me, that seems like not enough to not like him. That's all.
0: Right I just, I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like this breaking the rule. I, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, uh you know, the movie so with Scarlett Johansson needed it's to be, you know. You with. Uh, I, I'm not saying Scarlett Johansson always needs to be with Ryan Reynolds. But uh, <laughs> in real life, she was with <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. She wasn't with a schlub yeah. that looks like that. That's all I'm saying. It's an That's interesting point, right? Who? I don't know. What do you You're yeah? it? it, it? It's it's like it? I'm not, I'm not getting this fight. I'm no, no. I
1: well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sitting I'm here eating popcorn, watching this, but no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I like the compelling looking actors, the unique looking actors, because I, I, I feel like they add something to a, uh, to a performance. And I actually, I don't think that. I mean, I think Adam Driver is unusual looking, but I wouldn't say he's ugly. Yeah, right. That's where I'm at. I mean, it's kind of like
3: Drago. Like, okay, so this is the one that I go back to for me. The original Rocky with uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, you can't say, like, oh, yeah, he's classically handsome because there's something just a little bit off about that formula, which is fine, but he also has an appeal to him. And, but he stood out, and it, when you saw him, he didn't even have to really say much of anything for you to know he was an intimidating factor. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. this, this uh, when they had Drago come back in Creed II, mm-hmm. uh, the, they picked a very average-looking guy, handsome guy. It was but just very this, average. The Not guy that played his son,
2: you mean? The guy that played his son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, yeah. I've said this on the show son. before and I stand by it. I think the older Dolph Lundgren gets, the cooler he looks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like old yeah, Dolph I Lundgren. think the
1: same thing is happening to Bradley Cooper. Because if you look at uh how he first looked in alias, mm-hmm. uh, the first place I remember seeing him, he was kind of a goofy looking dude. And now uh I mean, even I would, you know give my hotel key to him if i saw him in the in the bar
2: in the lounge wow (laughs) look at you yeah a little just a little more rugged a little more you know yeah there's a maturity to the character or to the actor and Mm -hmm. i and i adam driver right now is is this, this is what's funny about him i think he knows that he has to just put his nose down and and go and keep working hard and doing good work. He said nose like 12 times. I know. I keep saying nose. And he has a big nose. I think you're <laughs> focused in
3: on his nose. And he has yeah, a big ahead. nose. But
2: but you know what I mean? Like, he's really got to focus on the work and get it going okay. and not not dwell on past work, which, you know, we saw in this recent, like, getting up and leaving that interview with Terry Gross. He was like, I don't want to hear my own voice. And she still still did it. So we mm-hmm. got up and left. Um there's something about that I admire because I think he understands the, there's a temporariness to this Hollywood thing that his moment in the right. sun is not going to be a forever thing. And it's better just to get going, work hard, get it out, be done. And I feel that ethic from him. I could be wrong. I might be reading too much into
1: it, no, but I, I like no, that. I totally see that. And I, I think it even speaks to, um, something I've heard you say in the past about why, you know, like why CW shows, don't uh, don't seem very believable to you is because everybody looks like they walked off a uh, a runway a model you know runway yeah right. yeah. yeah and I appreciate and,
0: that uh, too that's, he, that's, he's that's definitely a, that's not going to be accused of that for sure <laughs> argument in, right. in my opinion like that I'm I'm making an argument that's just about the broad strokes of Hollywood for the last century yeah and you know Johnny Galecki doesn't get to be the lead mm-hmm. in all of these uh you know heterosexual coupling dramas rom you kind know and stuff yeah. and, and right. it's just like I, I, I get it that this guy is somehow making that way via being the best living actor or something I just don't I, I'm not enjoying it
2: alright fair enough no I just wanted to get it out there it's a fun side topic it's a film sacky kind of thing now this it's the film sack checklist two welsh actors playing spaniards check one spanish actor playing a mexican check <laughs> tiger noises don't sound like explosions check uh strike connections none here uh part of it is because daryl couldn't his he had to use his old form of trying to do this for some reason because it was kind of last minute for him um but he couldn't find anything so uh, unless you guys know of a Actor. Oh, you know who I think may have been is the guy who's in everything. If if you have something about Spanish people or something from Spain, that dude who's got the goatee, kind of balding, kind of second in charge with the bad guy. I don't know the name mm-hmm. of the actor. Crap. I should know it. It's right here. Anyway, that dude seems like he was in Star Trek at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Here it is. Tony Amendolio Lola. Yes.
0: He was in an episode of Voyager. I just found it.
2: Okay, yeah. He's, he's your guy then. And, and, every, and when I saw him, I went, oh, he's got to be in Star Trek.
0: But Daryl yep. didn't catch he it. He was in an episode of Voyager called Mew, uh, Chorus. Uh, the episode was called Muse. His character was called Chorus Number 3. So, you know, small connection. But as always, everything's connected to Star Trek. Yeah.
2: he would be a...
0: Um,
2: I'm looking here. Everybody's in Seinfeld. We should start doing Seinfeld connections. <laughs> Seinfeld connection. Yeah, yeah, that guy's been in there. It's crazy. All right, uh, let's get By to the way. The, yeah. uh,
0: the guy who played the older version of Antonio Banderas' brother, yeah, was in Deep Space Nine. Oh. He was in an episode called "Distant Vo- Voices." Yeah, Daryl,
2: your old way sucks. You look at your new way. <laughs> uh, <Fire up, laughs> took <fire up>. <laughs> me 30 way.
0: seconds to find those two. Yeah. I'll bet there might be more. Well
2: done. Um, all right, so I'm going to give the soundtrack grade a P for perfect for what they're going for. I think it, it it was absolutely the kind of soundtrack you want for exactly this kind mm-hmm, of movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes. Like, it's not like it's like my favorite or it's a really good version of it or any of that, but if you're going to make a movie like this, you want exactly that music. It's the perfect marriage of
0: music and film. Good James talk. Horner is a chameleon. It's amazing. Oh, is that James Horner? Uh, I didn't realize. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. We, that, exactly. You didn't realize. Yeah. You totally didn't realize. He's amazing. You, you, you could watch uh cocoon and braveheart back to back and not realize oh wow that's the same score guy the same uh, composer right yeah he's because really he, good he does that he's he's really good at at fitting to the film
2: is he how to chain your dragon is that james horner or is that no that's uh,
0: who's that uh J uh 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 john, not james newton howard uh john uh J- joan jet nope
1: I hate myself for <laughs> loving you. I can't uh, think just of
0: looking it. through my scores. John Powell, John, John Powell. Okay, Dude. It is was
2: in the neighborhood. Uh, He's He yeah. is also John,
0: amazing. John Powell is uh also uh responsible for like Shrek yeah. and uh oh, he scored a uh, solo oh star wars movie. oh very nice mm-hmm. yeah
2: actually that was one of the high points of that movie was the arra- the star wars arrangements were very good in it oh,
1: so I, I always like hearing scott uh derail somebody that's not me with the yeah. name thing unintentionally derail somebody that's not me yeah because usually it is Throw it out you. Name. yeah usually it is me yeah yep.
2: <laughs> it's almost always you so glad it's to be spreading around be the
0: outside watch <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> by the way james horner scored uh aliens the second alien movie
2: oh wow really
0: and it's a fantastic score, it is so you should listen to
2: it yeah, yeah. I love that oh. movie. I, I've been in the mood for alien movies lately it's all everyone's talking about them for some reason there's a weird zeitgeist happening we got a, aliens making a comeback calling it now no more of this Prometheus garbage it's gonna be something else something cool mm-hmm. I don't know what uh all right I'm gonna say it's now time for the Twitter post this is where we guys uh, we guys you guys sum this up in 280 <laughs> characters
0: or less let's start with Randy Jordan the mask of zorro only it's not about the mask at all seriously what happened to the scene we were all expecting where tons of people show up wearing masks and make you realize that we're all zorro and the bad guys are overwhelmed come get your tropes movie
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm. you left your tropes out i am zorro no i think we saw that in the three amigos <laughs> right <laughs> yeah
2: i am an amigo no that's not how I, am <laughs> I am goro i am goro you're the you're the forearm guy no, from Soto. Uh, okay. Played a lot of Mortal Kombat there in the Mexican village. <laughs> got to the All Goro right. boss a few times. All right. Uh uh
3: who is now oh Dunaway. Uh, uh, the, the Mask of Zoro, like hugging a giant cactus with your junk. A bit painful at first, but so exciting. Oh, yeah, we got man butt in this movie.
2: Lots
1: of man yeah. butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Didn't expect white that. man butt. Yeah. Uh Wait, white man. Who's white? Who is the white man butt? Oh, no, did... they were all, they all looked well, white. Oh, the, the, the butts were white. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Untanned butts, what you're saying.
2: Untanned butts. Nice. Yep. Finally, Brian Ibbett.
1: The mask of Zorro. I'm never trying clothes on in front of Zorro again. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. I would love to see that spelled out. Yeah.
1: I know. I had to do it before the show. I was, I was saying, I was making that noise so I could type it. It's right. it, in my notes. It's spelled whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Very good. <laughs> what right. I would do it
3: is I would just do a, a a tenor search on that and have a a gif. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking... My original uh, Twitter post was the mask of Zorro. Uh, does this dress make me look fat? <laughs> 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 uh, all
2: right. Uh, well done. Uh, that means now. I push this button. Which one? This one. So what we have here is alternate titles. Uh, this was almost called The Mask of Zorfro because he had all that hair in the beginning, but he cut it, so it's all fine. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then later, they almost gave it the title Antonio Longhairus Rides. Shit. <laughs> and Antonio Longhairus Rides Again. I went really deep right. for the hair. I went on, on the title. On. <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. Uh, I got an email from Ken in Texas. He's from Texas. Send us an email at film sack at gmail.com. He says, hello, Scott, Randy, Brian and Brian. I've been listening as a devoted listener for a few years now, and I've been going all the way back to episode one, listening to all the episodes in your entire library, many of them several times. And I want to let you guys know that with your most recent sacking of The Black Hole, you have now completed the trifecta of sacking all three of my all time guilty pleasure movies. The mm-hmm. first one goes back to an episode uh, in episode 95, Smokey and the Bandit, and the other was episode 273, Wing Commander. Oh, this is a, that's an eclectic three man. That's, that's a good. Yeah. Deal. Uh says, So now that you know my secrets, let me give a big thanks to the joy uh, for the joy of sacking uh, that you guys provided in particular, and let me say a quick recommendation for future episode: 1979's Meteor, a craptastic mm-hmm. disaster film starring Sean Connery, Natalie Wood, and Carl Malden, and Brian Ooh. Keith as a not so convincing <laughs> Russian. Saved only by its awesome score by Lawrence Rosenthal. Keep sacking Ken in Texas.
1: Oh, good! I'm glad to hear that he's going to keep listening to us, even though we've done his three movies that he was <laughs> right. waiting for us to do. Right? Exactly. Right. Sh- I think that's I a saw real meteor streaming somewhere, or maybe it was own. I have never heard of this. I'm all in though. It sounds great. Uh, I think I might have seen. Yes, I did see this in the theaters, and yeah. I remember the meteor like floating through space really slowly as they try and figure <laughs> out how to uh, deal with it. So it
3: used the it used the blob formula, right? Yes. It's coming to get us.
1: No. Oh no. Wow. Oh no. (laughs) We have days to plan. Oh no.
3: Is it? Would you
2: guys say it's like? I mean, it's it sounds super (laughs) sackable.
1: One hundred percent sackable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, let's do it. Also,
0: the blob that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Any Any of
2: them? Any of the blobs? Have
3: we never done a blob? '80s 80s. blob? The '80s blob is my favorite.
2: Have we ever done a blob? We've never done a blob. We should do a blob.
3: Blob. Yeah, let's blob. do a blob. Let's
2: just we should have a whole blob. new cast. Call it Blobcast. Blobcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Blobcast. Uh, well done there, uh, uh, Ken in Texas. We hope uh, you continue to enjoy the show, despite uh, us already killing your three favorites. Uh, maybe there's another you're not telling us about. <laughs> uh, for the rest of you listening, if you want to send your own emails in, it's super easy, Filmsack at gmail.com. Please do it. We'd love it. Filmsack.com is our website. Uh, also, our next movie is going to be, I forgot. Skip or, Trace. Skip Trace. Never heard of it until you guys brought it up skip yep. trace
0: oh rennie harlan with the johnny knoxville and the jackie chan and the jackie chan
2: getting it on like donkey kong uh no that should be good because we don't know anything about it uh sometimes yep. that's important for the show sometimes we go in blind to a thing uh sometimes one of us will see it and say uh veto and then we don't but in this <laughs> right.
1: case we may not we might we it might be fine i feel i feel like it's got film secret and all over it with that cast just the cast alone yeah yeah. uh plus this is
2: Jackie Chan after he does any like hard stunts so what are they going to have him do you know
0: right just, so right. uh uh it's it's streaming on Netflix and uh i've been noticing that lots of uh movies that we've sacked before are streaming on Netflix i'm going to start tweeting from the film sack tw- uh, twitter feed just every now and then every couple days i'm going to tweet a link to an episode for a movie that is currently streaming on netflix for example uh right now i netflix is telling me that the fifth element is streaming tremors is streaming red dawn is streaming terminator salvation is streaming mm. like there's a lot mm. of uh you know pretty awesome movies that you could rewatch and then listen to an episode yeah, of film Psych. yeah show yeah,
1: yeah. Very good idea
2: i had i noticed that as well i don't know what it was like a weird revival uh killer clowns from outer space is back up like all kinds of stuff that we've sacked before is suddenly streaming again it's like it's all back through the rotation so if you missed all that stuff before, watch the movie, listen to our show, and then tell us what you think. Filmsack at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Filmsack also, by the way. So use that and also leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast. That's gonna do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We'll see you next time.
0: <laughs> How would you spell that? Yeah, I don't know. With an S.